0: My name is Dulce Valencia, and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, a podcast where every week I invite special guests to break down the telenovelas we love. From the music, to the cast, to the unforgettable plot twist. Every slap, every <gasps> imbecile, every secret twin, I have got you covered. Bienvenidos, and welcome to another episode of Telenovelas con Dulce. My name is Dulce Valencia, I am your host, and I am your local telenovela lover making telenovela content for other telenovela lovers just like me. Oh my god, that was a mouthful. I'm not going to do that again. Um uh, Hi everyone, how are you all? I am so, I don't know, I feel very excited to be recording this episode even though there's really nothing special going on today. But I don't know i'm just i'm just excited and i'm happy and i hope you all are happy too let's see what's been new since we last talked oh i'm still getting an influx of listeners i call it the sebastian rulli effect and thank you all for sticking around and listening and i hope you're enjoying the ride if you do not know i also have a youtube channel i have a tiktok And I have an Etsy store where I sell stickers. So if you want to go check out any of those things, all the links will be in my description in the show notes. And then what else do I have to update you all? Oh, personal news. Since I have been updating you all every so often, if you are not aware, uh, I am moving to Los Angeles very soon. And I remember I told you all when I was going to L.A. to look at apartments Well, guess what, y'all? I found my dream apartment. I signed the lease. It's all official. It's happening. I'm going to be moving to LA. I'm so, 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 so excited. But yeah, that's what's been going on in my personal life. And now, let's see. Do I have any announcements? I don't think so. Oh, actually, actually, this always happens. I'm always like, are there any announcements? No. Oh, JK, I do have announcements. I only have one. I know that I owe you all a telenovela hangout session, and that's coming. I just, last time when I was trying to plan it, life got really busy and I wasn't able to do that, but it's coming. Stay tuned. I will be, yeah, I'll be emailing those of you who signed up with other time possibilities and we'll... We'll make that happen for sure. So, without further ado, we're gonna get started into today's episode. In today's episode, I'm gonna be talking about the mini episode, mini movie, mini series almost that. Takes place in the same universe as La Usurpadora. I don't know if y'all know, I vaguely remember this and I had to look it up just to make sure I wasn't crazy. So after La Usurpadora ended, it was so popular that they did like this little spin off. Not a spin off because it still has all the characters, but it was like a standalone episode called Masaya de la Usurpadora or Beyond La Usurpadora, and I watched it, and I'm going to be recapping it for you all today, and then at the end of the episode, I'm going to be revealing what telenovela we're going to be doing for our next series. So, let's get started. In Más Allá de La Usurpadora, I originally thought it took place years after the events of La Usurpadora, but no. It takes place literally a year after the events of La Usurpadora, a little bit less. Because we pick up almost a year later, Paulina is now La Señora Bracho and she has a new hairstyle to show it. Her and Carlos Daniel are like in marital bliss and just completely in love and they're so perfect for each other. I actually really did love this episode just for the fact that we got to see Carlos Daniel and Paulina be in love which I don't think we really saw a lot in the whole telenovela and I think that's because while they were in love they weren't able to have it it was like an amor prohibido as Selena would say and so we weren't able to see them be lovey-dovey and we finally get that and I was so happy to see that so it's about a year after their wedding Paulina has a daughter now whose name is Paula, like her mother, and she's three months old. So that means that immediately after the wedding, she got pregnant, which classic telenovela stuff. So she got pregnant. She had Paola. And Carlos Daniel and her and Carlitos and Lisette all make up a perfect, beautiful family. Meanwhile, Estefania is still in a psych ward in a mental institution because she's still not herself after her mental breakdown she had in the finale. And... Patricia and Rodrigo are taking care of her son, who's a little older now. And they both love him a lot and consider him like their son. So there's like some conflict there because they know that the day will come when Estefania will get better and she'll come back and she'll take the the little boy from them. And so that's a little bit in the back of their minds. But other than that, everything's good. Everything's healthy. Everyone's thriving. The Bracho factory is doing amazingly. And it's like... Everything is good. And they also hired a new institutriz. What is it? I totally messed up that word. It's basically, what's it called? Oh my God, y'all. Lately, I don't know what's been getting into me, but I can't speak. But they hired basically a nanny, but not a nanny. It's a bigger word for nanny, for the kids. So this person is played by Yadira Carrillo. And she's our only new character alert. It's Yadila Carrillo whom if you all don't remember, she played Elena in Ruby, and she's this beautiful, gorgeous actress and just an icon, and she plays the character of the nanny, Raquel. Right away, I knew like there were like little flashbacks I got from when I first saw this episode which was god it must have been years if not decades ago and i was like "Mm, i don't like this character i just know that she's gonna be the evil one and sure enough it turns out that she's in love with carlos daniel because if you're a woman in this telenovela you're automatically in love with carlos daniel as you should he's played beautifully by fernando colunga so (laughs) Me too. Pero because she's in love with him, she's not really taking too good a care of the kids. Like Carlitos and Lise, like they like her, they get along with her, but she kind of is really mean to the little baby. She's like, why do you always cry? Which girl, she's literally a baby, like calm down. But yeah, she takes care of the kids and the kids like her and Paulina likes her. And that's what's important. And so when we pick up the events of this little episode, Paulina is on her way to the doctors because lately she's been getting faint spells. She feels she doesn't feel good. She just doesn't feel like herself and Abuela Piedad is like, you probably have anemia because you have been working too much and you just gave birth to a baby and you don't eat and all these things. And Paulina is like, ha ha ha, you're being funny. You're so silly, Abuela. I'm fine. But after I get these medical test results, I'm going to go on a honeymoon with Carlos Daniel. So she's just trying to get cleared from the doctors and be like, I'm good so that I can go on vacation with Carlos Daniel and the kids. But when she goes to the doctors and she starts being all excited about her plans, the doctors are like, girl, I wouldn't be making any plans because, and this breaks our hearts, but we found that you do not have anemia. You have cancer and it's terminal and you only have six months to live. What? So she gets really, really sad because she realizes that all the hopes for the future she had are gone and she's going to have to leave her whole family behind. But also because it's Santa Paulina, she decides she's not going to tell anyone and she's going to just go on like it's normal and do the treatments in secret. And also because she's Paulina and she just has a grandest ideas, she decides that she's going to train Raquel, their nanny, to be the new Señora Bracho. So essentially, she's going to do exactly what Paola did to her, except this time Raquel is not going to have to pretend to be her. She's going to be herself. But she's training her so that when she dies, she'll take her place and get to marry Carlos Daniel. Like, how fucked up is that? But it's also so in character because Paulina is super selfless. And all she wants is the best for anyone. So she doesn't tell anyone what's going on. But right away, Abuela Piedad can tell that something's off about her. And Carlos Daniel, too, to his credit... For the record, I'm really, really, really loving his character in this episode. He was just so lovely, so in love, and there's like a scene that happens further down in the episode where I was like, ooh, if he messes this part up, I'm gonna hate him again, but he didn't, and I was so excited, but anyway, we're not there yet, so... In secret, Paulina starts training Raquel. She starts to show her, this is how you dress like a lady. This is how, you know, you eat fancy dinners. This is how you interact with guests, all this stuff. And all the servants are taking notice. And none of the servants also like her. Like, they all hate her because they're like, she's stuck up. She doesn't talk to us. And also, she really doesn't do a good job with the kids. She's just pretending. So they're on to her. But Paulina is blinded by her near death and she just wants to leave everything perfect for Carlos Daniel. And while she's doing this, Abuela Piedad finally can't take it anymore. And she calls Paulina and is like, sit down. You are not acting like yourself. I know you like the back of my hand. Tell me what happened at the doctor's office. And that's when Paulina finally tells her, I'm going to die. I have six months left to live. And Abuela Piedad is heartbroken, but she's also like, "Girl, you're being dumb. How can you? How can you in your mind think that someone's gonna take your place?" But Paulina's not having any of that. And meanwhile, Carlos Daniel is also feeling like you know that there's something bugging her, and he's trying to get her to tell him. But she's like, "No, nothing's bugging me." And then Carlos Daniel, bless his heart, is like, "Hey, do you know what's happening in a few days?" And Paulina's like, "No." And he's like, oh, hmm, it's our anniversary. <laughs> Y'all, it was so cute because he was all excited about their anniversary and Paulina forgot, which I thought it was just such a fun role reversal because typically in media, it's always a man who forgets the anniversary, but not our Carlos Daniel. By the way, he's been wearing a lot of sweaters throughout this whole episode. And ugh, he looks like an old dad. I love it. And so he's like we're going to plan our anniversary party, which I didn't know was a thing, but now once I'm married, I'll probably I'll probably do that because any excuse for a party, especially after miss coronavirus, Shutting everything down for like two years. So they start to plan their anniversary party. This gives us a nice little refresher into all the characters' lives and what's been going on. Veronica is still working at the factory and she's still with Osvaldo. They're doing great. Lalita. Lalita and the chauffeur, by the way, the chauffeur doesn't appear in this episode. So I don't know what happened with that actor, but you know, so we don't get to see that. But all the other characters, they're fine. And meanwhile, Estefania is still at the mental institution. Fidelina goes to visit her, and on one of the visits, Estefania finally talks to her and recognizes her. If y'all don't remember in the finale, Estefania was kind of stuck in her in her little fantasy world where she was a nun and Fidelina and uh, Abuela Piedad were all mother superiors in this in this nunnery. I don't know what the word is. (laughs) Again, I just don't know how to talk today or ever. And so she was stuck in that fantasy world. But finally, she's able to recognize Fidelina. And Fidelina is all excited because it means Estefania is getting better. And she tells everyone at the Bracho home that Estefania is going to be herself soon enough. And this really worries Patricia and Rodrigo who are talking about how Estefania's son has filled this void in their hearts that they didn't know existed. And I kind of took offense with this whole thing because I always thought that Rodrigo and Patricia were super solid. Like, I I love their relationship because it was free of drama, which can make them really boring. And they kind of were a little boring. But I also enjoyed that they were just so normal and so in love with each other that you know they were so united nothing could ever tear them apart and i loved that and i loved seeing a healthy relationship in this whole mess of a telenovela and all of a sudden it's like oh no but we were missing a void and that's a child because it just reinforces old traditional parent values and it's like you're not complete unless you have a child type of mentality which I don't appreciate. But again, these were the 90s and different times, I guess. So they they start to really worry and they don't really want to give the child back. And they're like, he's our kid now. Especially Rodrigo. Rodrigo is like, that's my son now. Like, Estefania cannot take him away. And Patricia is like, we knew this would happen eventually. We did this, the kindness of our hearts, but we knew that this was inevitable. But the doctors aren't letting Estefania go. And Estefania also starts to have this sort of meltdown. And because they don't let her go, all these negative thoughts start invading Estefania's mind. Where she's like, the Brachos have my kid. The Brachos are going to steal him. The Brachos this, the Brachos that. And we kind of start to see her hatred of the Bracho family. And I really didn't know where this was going to be going because I was like, mm is she gonna be evil again is she gonna stay in the mental institution like what's gonna happen with her but before we get to that part let's go back to paulina and carlos daniel so as i mentioned carlos daniel does not know what's happening and Paulina is focusing all her intentions on Raquel. And to the point where she starts to tell Carlos Daniel that you should take her to the movies. You should go out with her. Take her to the park with the kids. And Carlos Daniel is like, I don't want to go with her to the movies. Like, I have you. Like, I only want to hang out with you. And again, it's really cute because he's such a devoted husband. And we didn't get to see any of this energy in the telenovelas. So I'm glad we get to see it now. And he kind of has, like, this whole, you're the only thing that matters to me. You're the only thing that I need. And Paulina is like, that's not healthy, which, true. However, she's only saying that because she has ulterior motives. And so she's like, you need to hang out with friends. You need to hang out with other people. And so Carlos Daniel concedes and he starts spending a lot more time with Raquel. All the servants, again, are noticing this strange behavior. And then finally, Paulina talks to Raquel privately. And she's like, Raquel, I have to be honest with you there's a reason why I've been treating you the way I've been treating you and teaching you all these things. I am gonna die. I have six months left to live and when I die, I want you to be the new Señora Bracho. You love my kids as if they were your own and I also know that it won't be hard for you to love Carlos Daniel because he's attractive and he's charming and all this stuff and he's a great man. Which again, the mentality there, like how are you gonna train this woman who's your employee to fall in love with your husband? Like that's so fucked up and messed up and if this was like a real work scenario, so many red flags. But we all know that Raquel is already in love with Carlos Daniel. And so when she finds out that Paulina is trying to make her the new Señora Bracho, she steps up her seduction game, which she's already been doing. But she's like, oh, okay. So she tries to get a little more alone time with Carlos Daniel. But to his credit, he's not having any of it. He only has eyes for Paulina. And then at one point, Raquel is tries to switch up her strategy. And she comes down the stairs running with these fake tears. And Carlos Daniel is like, Raquel, what's going on? Are my kids okay? And she's like, Señor, I know that I shouldn't tell you, but Paulina's gonna die. And so she breaks the news that Paulina is deathly ill. And this worries Carlos Daniel, who goes to Paulina. And is like, what's happening? And Paulina finally breaks down and tells him, and this is happening at the same time as she just had a hallucination of Paola And Paola is like, you're going to die because you took everything from me. And I'm going to see you in hell. So she's been having hallucinations of Paola. And so she's in a very weak moment. So she just breaks down crying. And Carlos Daniel is there to hold her. And he's like, what did they tell you? So Paulina tells him how the doctors were like, there's no cure. You're going to die. And he's like, we're going to go to different doctors. We're going to go to different countries. We're going to find something and you're not going to die but paulina is very much resigned to her faith because that's who paulina is you know she gets bad news and she just rolls with it and so the anniversary party is fast approaching and this this anniversary party is where paulina and raquel both in their minds are like this is a final step in our plans for paulina it's a final step to push raquel and carlos daniel closer And for Raquel, it's the final step to become the Lady Bracho. And that is because Raquel thinks that six months is too long to wait to have the man of her dreams. So she decides that she's going to go to the market and find poison and she's going to kill Paulina. And y'all, in this scene, I laughed because it's another one of those scenes that are supposed to be serious and mischievous, but I just found really funny. She literally just rolls up to a market and is like, I need poison, your strongest poison. And it's no questions asked. She just gets the strongest potion. Which is poison really that accessible? Is that a question I should even be asking into the void of podcasts? Probably not. And yeah, but it just it just found I just found it so funny how readily accessible poison was to her. So she gets a poison and the day of the party is approaching and she's going to use it on Paulina then. And while this is happening, Estefania has a hearing with her doctor and she's like, I'm fine. Like, I know what happened to me. I know this. I know that. And all I want to do is get out of here so that I can go back to my son. And the doctor is like, well, you seem fine. However, I'm going to have to hold you in observation for a few more weeks because I need to make sure which to me that seems normal, right? She could be faking it. Actually, until this point I did not know if she was faking it or not. I still was like maybe she's just faking everything. But no, she is fine and she just wants to get her child back. And so that night she decides that she's just going to break out of the of the mental institution and she's going to go find her son. And so that same night is the night of the party. So everyone makes their way to the Bracho household. Again, another good way to see where all the characters are at. As I mentioned, Veronica and Osvaldo are happier than ever. Osvaldo is super thankful for Paulina. He's like, you changed my life again. And because of you, I now have like this beautiful life. And Paulina is all happy, but she's also sad because she's like, "Mm, you know, like I'm never going to... I'm never going to be with these people again, and this is my first and only anniversary I'm ever going to have with Carlos Daniel. So she's sad. And for this party, she also invited Raquel to come as a guest, not as an employee. So she gives her this beautiful dress, this new dress, and Raquel is getting ready, but she's taking forever. So... Paulina sends Carlos Daniel to go check up on her and Carlos Daniel goes to her room and Raquel is like, come in. And when he comes in, Raquel tries to seduce him. And this is a scene I was talking about earlier where it was like a test on Carlos Daniel's character development and growth because in the past we saw that whenever Emma kissed him, even while he was married to Paola, he would kiss her back, which so twisted so horrible so oh i consider that cheating but i know that there's different levels and not everyone does but to me that was definitely cheating and so he used to do this when he was married to paola a woman he loved fiercely so when raquel kissed him i was like oh no is he gonna kiss her back but to his credit he did not He pushed her away and was like, no, 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 this is not happening. I love Paulina. That's all I need. And she was like, well, she's going to die. And he's like, well, when she dies, no one's going to replace her ever. Which I was like, finally, Carlos Daniel growing a backbone. And I love that. Although I will say he did have a scene earlier that I forgot to mention, where he's talking with Raquel, who's like trying to seduce him and being like, oh, you know, your wife is really neglecting you. Don't you think you need someone else? And he's like, I would never cheat on my wife. And if I did, which is the part where I laughed, I would only cheat on her in a faraway land with a woman she doesn't know because women can forgive being cheated on, but not the disrespect of it being someone you know. And I was like, do men still think like that? That it's okay to cheat as long as it's someone you don't Uh, like? I, oh my god, so many problematic things happening in this episode. But yeah, but at least he he doesn't let Raquel kiss him. He pushes her away, and that's when Abuela Piedad comes into the room, and she's kind of been suspecting that Raquel has ulterior motives, Abuela Piedad always had that strong intuition and she did not vibe with Raquel at all. She hated her and was like, you need to make sure you're doing a good job because right now you're not doing a good job and we could fire you. And so she's setting the record straight with Raquel. And so when she goes to her room and sees that Carlos Daniel is there, she is like, Raquel, get out. And she really lays down the law to Carlos Daniel and is like, since when do you hang out in the rooms of the servants? And what do you think you're doing? Your wife is out there. Your wife and the only Senora Bracho in this house is out there. And yes, she might be dying. But that does not mean that you're going to disrespect her. And you need to stop hanging around with Raquel. Don't, don't think that I haven't noticed. And she really goes after him. She chews him out. And Carlos Daniel just sits around and listens. And he's a little appalled because he's like, I would never leave Paulina. I love Paulina. But also, you know... I understand where Abuela Piedad is coming from, where, you know, she knows how weak Carlos Daniel has been in the past. So I really enjoyed that she was putting down the law. And meanwhile, because Raquel was rejected by Carlos Daniel, this only inspires her further. So she takes out her poison and she puts it on a drink and she grabs a drink for herself and she goes to paulina but before she does something happens with the kids and the kids come around so she puts the drinks down and lisette attempts to drink it however carlitos is there and is like no lisette those drinks are for adults only and so they put the drink back but when they do that they switch the drinks places so When Raquel grabs the drinks and takes them over to Paulina and is like, let's do a brindis, she has the drinks switched up. So she gives Paulina a cup and then she takes the other and they both drink. And we kind of don't really see which one is drinking which. And we flash to Estefania, who has now broken out of the hospital. And she is at Rodrigo and Patricia's house. And she kidnaps her own son. And so she kidnaps the child and makes her way to the Mansion Bracho. And at the moment she arrives is when Paulina faints. And so when she fainted, I was like, oh, no. Did, did she drink some of the poison? Like, what happened? And Paulina faints. Everyone panics, they call the ambulance, Carlos Daniel is holding her. And while the ambulance takes Paulina, at the same time, Raquel faints and Carlos Daniel has to hold her up and be like um wait you guys forgot this one she's also sick and patricia's like what's happening at this house like so much chaos and at the same time Estefanía arrives with her son whom she just kidnapped so it's just chaos all over the place and so we get these two scenes, one of Estefania having a heart-to-heart with the brachos, And this is a moment where I was finally like, okay, she's fine. She's recuperated. Because she talks about her fears and how she was like, you know, I really thought y'all were going to take my son from me and keep him from me. And Rodrigo and Patricia have to have a very tough talk with her and be like, no, we always understood that he was your son. And yes, we love him and we grew to love him as if he was our own, but you're his mother. And if you are okay, he's your son. And so Estefania is able to be reunited with her son and she's doing better now, thank God. And then back at the hospital, Paulina is fine. She woke up and she's completely fine. And then the doctors are about to talk to her when Carlos Daniel arrives. And they're like, Carlos Daniel. And Carlos Daniel is like, where's Paulina? So he goes to her room and the doctor's like, okay, good, you're both here. I was about to go to your house. And they're like, what do you mean? And he's like, I don't know how it happened. I don't know, like, what's going on. However, the same day that Paulina came to get exams done, another poor woman, whom shall remain nameless because she is already, you know, poor soul, took exams as well. And when we got the results back, the nurse accidentally, I don't know how, accidentally switched both results. And as such paulina got tests that weren't hers and so they're like what does this mean and they're like we're very pleased to tell you that you are not gonna die you do not have terminal cancer and they're all happy they're like oh my god a miracle and they're like okay but why was she sick you know why was she having all these faint spells and the doctor's like, Well, you know, those are common side effects with a woman with your condition. And they look at each other, and the doctor's like, That's right, you're pregnant. And they cheer. And meanwhile, me in my head, I'm doing the math, their child is literally three months old. Isn't there like some health rule where women can't have sex a certain amount of time after giving birth? But nope, I guess not in the Bracho household because Paulina is now pregnant again, twice in a year, I will add, which, God, that woman is fertile. So they're like, yay, congratulations, we're so happy. But also, we can't say the same thing about the woman that came in with you because she is dying. And then, Paulina, because she was passed out, she's like, what other woman? And Carlos Daniel is like, Raquel, she fainted right after you, and we had to bring her in too. And so they go to Raquel, who's dying, and she confesses to everything. She's like, Paulina, you're a saint. You try to make me a lady. You gave me everything. And I tried to kill you. And Carlos Daniel is like, what? You did what? How what? What? and paulina because she's santa paulina she's just like oh we mustn't talk about those things you have to stay strong blah 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 goodness grace paulina's heart will be the end of her i don't know i mean it wasn't because she's fine now but yeah paulina completely forgives her and in a twist that i was not expecting raquel actually survives And she's so thankful that Carlos Daniel and Paulina didn't press charges that she just leaves them alone and is like, thank you for your kindness. I'm out. And that is the end of Raquel's storyline. And meanwhile, it is now Sunday and all the Bracho family members are gathered because it's their tradition to have Sunday dinners together. And so they're all gathered, and Carlos Daniel and Paulina sit them around the table and are like, we have news to share. And they're like, we waited because we wanted you all to be together. I'm pregnant. And everyone cheers, and Abuela Piedad is like, the Bracho dynasty is growing. And yeah. Meanwhile, Estefania is with her son, and Patricia and Rodrigo announce that they're going to go on a honeymoon to puerto rico and then hopefully you know they're gonna try again to have a child and so everyone's happy and then carlitos is like let's take a group picture together and so they gather around It's funny because Carlitos is like, Dad, can you take the picture? And Carlos Daniel is like, It's an automatic camera. We can set a timer. And so they do. And they all gather. They even invite Fidelina to sit in the picture because she's part of the family too. Estefania calls her mom. Everyone's happy. Everyone's smiling. And the picture gets taken. They're all wearing like different shades of green. It's gorgeous. And then it says, Fiend. With the words, and they all lived happily ever after. Well, not really. It's like they all lived happily until the end of their days. The end. And it was so cute. And uh, I, just, I just love escapism drama like this. So it was super cute. They all ended up happy. And their family just keeps growing. Because when you're rich, anything is possible. Just kidding. Uh, my saltiness is coming out. So yeah. That was Masaya de La Usurpadora. And y'all, I really enjoyed it. It was so much fun. I highly encourage if you've watched La Usurpadora to watch this. It's so cute. It's, yeah, I just really, really, really enjoyed it. And I also really enjoyed that Carlos Daniel was a good person and we got to see him be a good husband, but also have morals and a backbone and stand up for himself. So, 10 out of 10, really enjoyed it. I'll have the link in the show notes so y'all can watch it on YouTube if you want. And that is it for this episode. But before I go, I did promise I was going to tell you all what our new telenovela is going to be. So without further ado, drum roll. I still don't have a drum roll effect. (laughs) Anyway, the new telenovela we're going to be doing is Lo que la vida me robó with Angelique Boyer and Sebastian Rulli. I'm really excited about this one because it has so many twists and turns and uh, juicy, juicy character moments, a lot of toxic moments, but I think it's gonna be a fun one to recap and I hope that y'all will send me clips, send me thoughts. And Everything and I hope you all enjoy it. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode By the time you're listening to it It is going to be thanksgiving and while I acknowledge the privilege I carry By being able to celebrate this time and be with my family and I get to be thankful For all the stuff I do have I also acknowledge that for many indigenous communities living in the united states This time is not a celebration at all and it's just another painful reminder of the trauma and the slaughtering of natives and indigenous people that happened at the hands of colonizers. So there's a lot of reflecting going on. But thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I am very grateful to you all and thankful. And I hope to see you all again next week for next week's episode where we're going to get started on Lo que la vida me robó. See you all next time. Bye, everyone.